Blog Talk Radio. It's coming, folks. It's coming. General Quarter. I don't know what's going on there, but um, something else in the universe. Maybe it has to do with the InSight mission to Mars. Good evening and welcome once again to Madame Perry Salon. I am your host, cruise director and spiritual advisor, often your groove mistress, Madame Perry. And I am so happy to have you here and so happy to be bringing you more fascinating people. You know, I did an Ignite speech once about, which is Ignite, I think, is like a junior version of Ted, real junior. And my topic was Life Lessons Learned from Anti-Mame, because I love that movie Anti-Mame with Rosalind Russell. And um, in the movie, if you've ever seen it or read the book, if some people, you know, if you know it, you love it, it's Auntie tells her nephew, her brother dies, and her nephew comes to live with her, and she says, I'm going to open doors for you that you never knew existed. And this was in the wild, roaring 20s, and she did just exactly that. And so that's what I like to do. So I bring you people that you know and love, and I bring you new people. And one of my favorite things is when I talk to people who say that they learned a new author or a new book or um, um, listen to somebody who's uh, – got a different viewpoint and maybe learn some different things there uh, because they learned, met them on Madame Perry's Salon. And that makes me very happy. So thanks. And thanks to all of you who listen, who subscribe, um, whether you subscribe on Blog Talk Radio or Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Podcast FM, Last FM, Blueberry, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for doing it and for downloading because especially the last few weeks, the numbers of you that have been listening and sharing and downloading is just, it has been skyrocketing and I am honored. I'm thrilled. And that helps me to keep bringing you more cool people like we've had lately and like we have coming up soon and definitely like we have tonight. Now, you know, I think music is a healing force, um, in so many ways, you know, it can rev you up, it can soothe you. Uh, when you when you need a little extra comfort, it does everything for you. And I think it's a, it's a gift from the heavens. And I love having musicians on. And tonight, I've got a musician. Well, she's a classically trained musician, actually, and uh, has been since she was six years old playing piano. Went to college on scholarships. Uh, was a dance, professional dancer, and then discovered she had a love for the drums and uh, vocalist, musician, drummer. Uh, she's played, worked with Disneyland, Anaheim Angels. McDonald's, as well as Kid and Play, Buster Point, Dexter, Great White, Missing Persons, um, Eric Turner from Warrant. You know, we had a, what's the, what's the other guy that was with Warrant that was on here? James Kotak, and he also played with the Scorpions. He was on here, too. And um, Terry Nunn from Berlin, just fantastic. So I want to welcome and introduce you. Welcome here for her first time right here inside the Genie Bottle. She's going to come in. She's going to find a nice, cool, cushy place to sit down. Please welcome my new L.A. friend, drummer Chrissy Raz. Chrissy, come on in. Sit down. Get comfy. 
Um, thank you so much for having me because guess what? I have wanted to sit in a genie bottle for basically all of my life. So this is a first. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you kidding? I dream of genie like I wanted to be her. I wanted to be Barbara Eden. So this is like, are you kidding me? How fun for me. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I didn't say anything at first because this began as just a regular blog before it became a podcast. And one of my first guests went back and reported it. I've been to Madame Perry Salon. It's like the inside of Jeannie's bottle. And after that, you know, then the word was out and people knew that's what the mood is in here. In fact, um, probably some of your musician buddies, uh, like Chasm Sultan, a bass player for Utopia, Todd Rundgren and Joan Jett. He comes oh, in and wow. goes, oh, it does have Moroccan decor. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> when I and then when Rudy, <laughs> and when Rudy Sarso was here, he goes, well, you know I really have met Jeannie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got so, it from yeah. somewhere. Well, thank you. Welcome to my world. So, I want to talk to you, and by the way, folks, we're going to be opening the phones in a few minutes. If you're already waiting, and I've got a couple of people already on the line here that are waiting, Chrissy, uh, this is going to be a party. We are so excited to have you here. Chrissy, you're in a lot of bands that play out a lot. I'll check you out on Twitter, and as always, see us tonight, see us this weekend, see us Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Uh Fam Halen, Totally Go-Go's, Cougars. And then you have other projects you do with uh, guitarist Roseanne. I'll, I'll, is it Aldrete or Aldrete? Aldretti, yes. Aldretti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were sorry she couldn't be here tonight, but we will get her back soon, hopefully you two together. So Yeah, you're and maybe the full band, maybe the other girls the in the band would like to join us. I know Grace, our lead singer, loves to do interviews, so hopefully All she'll right. join us next. Well, I would love that. That would be a big hit here. So we're going to talk about what you're doing. Um, you're out there in L.A., so that's pretty exciting. You could probably, you might could even tell from my accent, I'm down here in Atlanta, Georgia. And, oh, I don't uh, think you're so bad. <laughs> you can understand. <laughs> so, Chrissy, if you don't mind, since people are already have been waiting uh, with me for this night, you know, we're all psyched up. Um, Unless you want to make an announcement first about something, we can just go ahead and say the number to call if you want to talk to Chrissy Raz about drumming, about music, about performing, um, whatever you want to talk about. The number is 646-716-9922. That's 646-716-9922. And, you know, Chrissy, you know, we know a lot of people that are working that can't call in. Right. You know. And those people usually send me a message on Facebook through Jennifer Modette Perry. And so you can always send me the message there for the guests, and I always make sure that they get it every time. So, Chrissy, you feeling good? I'm here. I'm here. Well, I don't have any general announcements for anyone, but um sure would be fun to talk to some people that are out there in podcast land, anyone listening in. But I'm excited right. to tell you you know, what our group has um, happening, what we have coming up, you know, soon, how we're keeping ourselves busy and um, all things music, all good. All right. Well, it's a little bit dim in here. So if I can just reach over and part the little beaded curtain and um, first caller is going to come on in here. Welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Don't be shy. Just sit down. And tell us who you are. And it's somebody with a 770 area code. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> That's actually in Atlanta. We have about four, about three or four area codes down here that we use. Oh, got it. Okay. I'm learning a little today already. <laughs> so I think it might be me. This is Melissa who? Gaynor. Melissa Gaynor, oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, Melissa, How are you? welcome to Madame yeah. Perry Salon. This is your first time in here. It is, yes. And Melissa is the singer for Melissa, uh, Sweet Melissa and the Ramblin' Men. And yeah. Melissa, meet Chrissy Raz. Hi, thank you. So great. Melissa and I just re- met recently, so uh, we were 
we occasionally uh, perform in a, in a tribute band. They tribute to different people. Oh, so. very cool. What kind of tribute? Like what different people? Um, so it ranges from it ranges from all kinds of different things. Um, we with the Badass All-Star Group out of Atlanta, and they do tribute to, um, let's see, we've done um, Led Zeppelin Dan. Floyd, and, yeah, or sometimes they have themes like all Georgia artists or, um, Sting I don't and know, police. I can't think of, yeah, the police, and, uh, they, they usually do one about once a month or so on average, sometimes a few more, Um so yeah, that's how I met Jennifer, and uh, it's great fun. It was a great, great venue to meet all kinds of different people. Hey, so you know what we have to do? We're gonna have to, you know, combine forces somehow and either get you guys out here on the West Coast or have us come back to the East Coast and do a, you know, a tribute extravaganza of sorts. Oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> that would be a lot of. Fun. I got to tell you, Chrissy, people that have been listening to this for a long time, and of course, I'm also an entertainment publicist, so I always talk about this for reasons for the show and for uh, clients. Is I've got this dream. I have a dream that I would have a big tour bus, like a country, like 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 Winona Judd would have a big fancy one. Yeah. Or it doesn't even have to be fancy, but just as long as it could take us around the country and we could just have a traveling show and people could get on for a few cities and get off and. But we just get out everywhere. Somebody could read it from their books, or we could perform, or be some actors, musicians. That's that's my dream to have just a traveling Madame Perry salon across the country. Now, oh God, um, fun. Now, Melissa, uh, you know we do the occasional um, uh, tribute things with Adrian Ash and the Bad Ash All Stars, but uh, Chrissy has is in three different tribute bands: Femme Halen, Totally Go Go's, and oh help me, the other Cougars. The Cougars is well, the Cougars really is a cover, cover band. Yep. Yeah. The Cougars is a cover band. Um, the other tribute project that we are involved in is called Pulp Vixen, and it is an all-female tribute to the '90s. So awesome. that that one's a little that one's fun because it's more of a tribute to the decade, uh, the nostalgia of the '90s, as opposed to one of our other tribute bands, which is a look-alike, sound-alike. Um, to tribute to Van Halen and to the Go-Go's. Very so cool. Those are, yeah, and they're both really, really fun. And, of course, you know, uh, we, we have an all-female project. So all of our projects, it's all-female, 100%. So that makes it pretty unique in the marketplace and a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. That's really awesome. I love the name Pulp Vixen. Isn't that great? Oh, my God. It is great. It is great. I love it. That, that's the favorite part of that tribute is the name. <laughs> <For me. laughs> I love it. Who came up with that? I did. And I don't know how. Oh. I must have had a creative moment. But um, I work with this really great graphic artist who does all of our artwork. He's just so talented. And, you know, we'll throw ideas back and forth. And that one stuck. Um, so, and then here we are. That's a really fun tribute show, by the way. The 90s seem to be coming up in popularity in terms of um, song lists for shows. I don't know what it's like on the East Coast for you gals, but over here on the West Coast, the 90s seem to be, you know, coming on strong, along with all the Yacht Rock. Do you guys have any Yacht Rock projects oh, yeah. out there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And listen, by the way, if you're listening live and you want to call, the number 646-716-9922. And Blog Talk Radio promises me it's a toll-free call in the continental U.S. So what's it like? I mean, you, I know you've been playing since you've been a musician all your life, Chrissy. And do you find a difference in working with uh, – so you've worked with male, probably all male bands, mixed groups, and then all women. Do you find a difference in working with women and all-female band than – Male. Okay, so check this out. You're going to think this is really interesting. So I was classically trained on the piano. And for anyone out there who's a classically trained musician, 
um, it's a bit of an independent learning um, style. So I was trained to, you know, follow instructions, play uh, music as written, um, you know, music theory. I was adjudicated and I competed, but it was all as an individual. So although I have, you know, lots of years um, training and learning and playing on the piano, right? I was trained as a pianist. Um, it was it was a wholly individual um, activity for me. So when I when I got older and I decided that I wanted to play, um, even when I started college, like it was an individual thing. But when I got older, and I mean way older, I went I I started a family had a career, I was a professional, and I came back to music, um, both teaching and gigging. And when I started my band, I that was the first time I had played with any other musicians outside of my instructors. Oh, interesting wow. enough. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So I now I have played with a few men, um, you know, jam, sitting in with other bands. I had a friend of mine that had a band, and they let me play with them, sit in with them. And then um, I started a bit of a family, like a garage band, I guess you could say, uh, with my ex-husband and his family, and those were all men. And so I have very, very limited experience working on a regular basis with men. Um, so it's mostly that female energy that I have experience with and I love it. I, I, you know, we've been doing this for a decade and, um, it's been an amazing experience. So I, you know, I have been told that the female energy is different, um, that the all female energy, especially when we get on stage is different. Um, but there have been plenty of men that I've played with that are just fantastic. So, you know, it's a different energy on stage, but, you know, whether you're dealing with men or women, it's just a blessing to be able to get up stage and share music with people. That is what is new and unique for me in my life because music was so individual growing up. Mm -hmm. So it's a different adventure. Oh, fantastic. What, what do, you, do you agree with that, Melissa? Have you played with, with men and women? Um, yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I was lucky enough to do a project um, earlier this year. Um, we called ourselves Babe Dylan, and it was a Bob Dylan tribute show. Um, yes, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I, love it. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, and definitely, uh, most of the other bands and stuff that I've been in have, have been all men. Um, and then myself. So yeah, it's definitely a different, um, a, there's definitely a difference between working with all women and or all men. Um, I mean, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just different, not good or bad either way, just different. Um, very talented musicians all around, but um, yeah, different. So um I don't know which one I'd really feel more comfortable with. I think that, um, you know, there's ups and downs to both of them. So, yeah, I think, I think it's just, it's kind of, you know, separate, but equal, you know, it's just right. different feel. It's but all, Yeah. I play with a lot of male musicians that I, that I love and adore and they're wonderful and same. And I've even had bands where they're mixed, but one thing I find though with, with women is that they're, um, we find a way to make things work, and yeah, very we just we just yeah. it's what we do. I know that whenever I, sometimes when I've called musicians, like I'll call a keyboard and they'll go, "All right, is there going to be a bass player, or do I have to do it all with my left hand?" Whereas <laughs> I'll call a female keyboardist and they'll say, "Okay, well, you know, I can do the bass with my left hand, and we could all make more money between us." That <laughs> yeah, you're so yeah. right. And, yeah, you know, my like keyboard, that, yeah. it's funny that you're even saying that. My keyboard is Susie. She's this multi-instrumentalist, right? She's this incredibly talented 
musician, and she plays keys, she plays bass, she plays guitar, she plays sax. And exactly to your point, she's like, okay, what do you need me to play? I could do this, this, or that. You know, it's like solving the problem instead of, you know, belly aching about the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I like to surround myself with people that, that are like that. You know, there yeah. you could have male or female. You could have a group of complainers. They could be amazing musicians, but if they're a bunch of complainers and this is wrong, that's wrong, blah blah blah, instead of a bunch of go-getters, you know, you're going to be in trouble. So I find that in life in general, you want to surround yourself with, you know, those positive problem solvers, right? You get more done. Oh, yeah. yeah, every time. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Well, let me ask you this. Now, talking about the um, the bands, okay, I've been listening to you, or watching videos and listening to um, Sam Halen, and then I watched mm-hmm. the videos of Van Halen, and, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, there, there's something, you know, David, Eddie, um, uh, let me think this. Singer for Van Halen. Oh, David Lee Roth, yeah. David Lee Roth, yeah. Um, you know, he's got. He says, "I'm a song and dance man," and he gets out there and he puts it out. You know, and he 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 does his job. He's there for the people to bring up. But your lead singer in Van Halen, she doesn't hold anything back. I mean, she does. She does the song, the vote, the she does it proud. She does delivers. You bet she and, does. Well. You know, that she's this Grace, her name is Grace Richardson, and she's an entertainer, like she's a lifelong entertainer. You know, I met her when we were 17 years old working at Disneyland. So we were professional dancers, you know, many, many moons ago, and um, we were able to start our dance careers at Disneyland. And she went on, um, she did, she's a beautiful woman, um, very accomplished singer and dancer. And she also was a professional ice skater. She skated for ice capades many years ago. But she became an uh, impersonator in Vegas. So she, she, you know, specialized in Marilyn Monroe. She did Madonna and Christina Aguilera and Stefani. You know, she worked on the strip for many years and traveled the world. And she is just great at taking on whatever personality trait, vocal stylings from whatever artist we are trying to replicate. So she really immersed herself in everything David Lee Roth, you know, from the, and, you know, they're a very sexual, misogynistic band, okay? But what we were able to do with this is we were able to have fun with it and we took a little sexy feminine spin, um, almost like a, not a joke, but almost kind of um, having a little fun with it, right? The role reversal. So now the yeah. females are in control of this whole musical project, and she does an outstanding job. And her voice is better than David Lee Roth. I mean, he's a he's a yeah. magnificent entertainer, you know, this front person of this classic band but he was never known for his vocal chops he was this you know enigmatic front man and she has the chops to add to it so it's you know we found the perfect female version that's what I think at least of David Lee Roth in Grace because she's insanely talented oh gosh yes and the whole band actually the whole band brings it in um, not as to say, not a clunker in the bunch. Everybody, you know, knows <laughs> that bunch, and it's fantastic. But I've got to imagine. I mean, and, and of course, you, you know, the drummer, you back there, you see what's what's everything that's out there. Um, I've got to imagine people that see for the first time Fem Halen just go, or just probably in a state of shock at first, just blown away by the just by the sheer energy and just perfection and just the ugh of it. You know, we like to think that, and we our goal is to always give an um, excellent show, and the girls work really hard to, you know, to do that. But you'll have some people that it's hard for them to wrap their heads around a female trying to um, 
you know, fill the shoes, if you will, um, of this iconic guitarist or, you know, whatever. Um, and that's one of the challenges being an all, putting an all-female project out there um, because it is very different, but it's, ve- it's been very well received. Um, it is a lot of fun, like you said. And, you know, we pay, we, we're paying tribute to these, uh, ge- these musical geniuses, right? And Eddie Van Halen, especially his brother Alex on drums, David Lee Roth. Um, but, you know, it's different. It's different. It's not a bunch of guys trying to replicate exactly, like I said before, it's this female fun twist um, to the show, but it's a serious musical show. Like I, you like to your point, these girls have worked very hard to replicate the music in a way that is flattering um, to the band. You know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep Van Halen's music alive and relevant in the best way we can. And sister, you do. Have the guys have has has anyone in the band said anything to you, or commented or communicated? You know what? The band itself, no. But we have a lot of the um, companies. Um, like that follow the band um, have taken notice of us. So I'm not really sure if they know we exist or not, <laughs> to be honest with you, but I know a lot of the, um, you know, the people out there, the enthusiasts, the Van Haley enthusiasts have taken notice and we've gotten, um, you know, seals of approval from many of them. Um, so that makes Please. me happy. You know, to know that, that they are, that they're enjoying the music in this different, you know, in a slightly different way. Now, uh, Cougars um, yes. is mostly cover, right? That is our cover band. Um, we're, but, we work the casinos in the, you know, in the Southern California and, you know, the, the Western region of the U.S. We play a lot of casinos. Um, Melissa, you, are you going to back me up on this, Melissa? We got casinos down the southeast, right? You need to be down. Yeah, you guys need to get on the road. Yeah, we would love to. Are you kidding? We have passports. We'll travel. We, you know, we <laughs> we are um, a traveling band. We're out of town, you know, at least once or twice a month. Um, it's, we're just kind of, we're right now, we're like mostly Washington, um, central coast of California, Arizona, and Nevada, where we travel to regularly, but we are so interested in making our way across the state and beyond for that matter. Like we want to, we want to play everywhere. You know, we just think it, it, it's just a hoot. And this is the thing, you know, I, I left, um, a very high pressure, high paying career um, for music. Um, it's interesting. It's I was very close to my dad, and he passed away. Um, it's been, gosh, about a decade now, and that threw me for a loop, you know. And so what I did is I sat down, and it really makes you think about what's important in your life, and yeah. trying to make ends meet and raise a family, and you know get that brass ring, I stepped away from a lot of things that were important to me and music was one of them. So I did a radical, you know, about face in my life and I wanted to be home with my children more and I wanted music to be a bigger part of my life. And so, and I was older, right? Like, it's not like I'm some youngster starting a career in music and there's not a lot of slots available, um, you know, if you're talking realistically. So I had to make my own spot. I had to create my own space so I could make music, you know, put that pr- priority back in my life. And so that's what I did. And that's how we created this band um, specifically for that reason. Um, so I could spend my time, playing music, hanging out with my best friends, and feeling good about, you know, sharing that gift 
um, with the world. And so when we travel, we want to travel because guess what? We get to go get paid to play music with our best and hang out with our best friends. That's what we get to do. Like that's the reality of what we get to do. It's magnificent. And I would suggest, I would recommend it for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, <laughs> you know, I, I just think that you're you're putting out such a great vibe to the world. You know, and I guess this is probably said often, no matter what the generation or the time or things that people are going to. And um, um, Melissa, I'm sure you have a, a, an opinion on this too. That everybody's got things that's going on, and then especially going to the holidays, things that. Um, you know, people have good times, bad times, some rough times, some uh, um, trying times, so forth, in in the world or personally. And there's just something, as, as I was saying before, something about music that just can really pull you through. So I think, you know, like what you guys do and do so well, you, you uplift people, you know, and I think it's just, and, and you have fun doing it. Yeah, there's a lot more to it that uh, people don't see. Like, I know when I had regular day jobs and I would do that at night, and believe it or not, I worked around around uh, 99 to about 2004. I worked as an impersonator of Monroe and Madonna. I did Dolly oh Parton goodness. once, but it's hard on the back, okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> Dolly was real hard on the back. Of course, I have a lot of drag queens that helped me get that way, but still, it's, it's rough. Oh, but, you know, Oh, it's one of the things I never thought I'd be doing. But you know, people don't. People think, oh, you just get up there and dress up and 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 dance around. But there's a lot more, you know. You all the planning and the studying yeah. and the preparing and rehearsing, you the load in and load out. Um, when right. I would push the sled in CrossFit, they had the sled that all the with all the weight on it, and they go, that can't be that easy for you. I said, you've never loaded PA system in and out, have you? This is nothing. That because you know people will look and the people that follow us and we have a really great loyal following of fans in our Southern California area, but they notice like how hard we work and I don't know if it's because we're females, you know some of them feel sorry for us and they help us with the load in the load out and I look at them and this is what I tell them I say hey, or you know most of you are paying money a monthly fee to go work out in a gym and push weights around okay so think of it like that getting my workout okay i'm doing my deadlifting all of this weight training with all this heavy equipment and that's how i look at it that's probably the you know the one of the most more challenging aspects of our job is to move in that equipment, you know, load in, load out, setting up and all that good stuff. That's how I look at it. I figure, hey, I'm getting a free workout, not paying anyone, and uh, it's kind of built into my job. So it's just a, you know, way of spinning it in my brain so it doesn't bug me too much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of work that goes into it. So um, I'm, at, I'm actually in three different bands. Um, I'm oh in a cover yeah, cover band called uh, Broke on Monday that I've been playing with for about 10 years. And then um, Sweet Melissa and the Ramblin' Men is a fairly new project. Um, and then I'm also currently in a blues band um, that's also a fairly new project. And then I'm picking up, you know, just um, like some duo gigs here and there with a, a few guys um, too. But um, it is there is a lot of work that goes into it as far as, you know, trying to get gigs and um, trying to make, you know, practice and make sure you have a good set list so that you're not getting up in front of people and making fools of yourselves. And then in tribute bands, you want to try, you know, your goal is to sound as much like the band that you're paying tribute to as possible, because that is what people want to hear. You know, we're, here to hear this great band and that's why we're paying tribute to them so you know every little solo every little note like everything is important um so there's a lot of work that goes into creating this and musicians definitely don't get paid enough for what they do and all the work and time and effort that they put into their craft so that people can enjoy music and um you know make yeah i mean i assume that everybody feels this way that music is 
like, like there's something that I just can't live without, you know, I like, I have to have it. It makes me feel better. It's, you know, I don't know, very important. So I assume that most people are like that, but, um, yeah, it's, it it is definitely a lot of work that goes into it and a lot of time and hours spent on perfecting the craft of what you're trying to do. So, yes, you understand you are in a very similar situation because you have several different projects that are, you know, really different from each other. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, now, you know, we were so going to have like, Roseanne. Oh, I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, we were going to have Roseanne join us. I'm sorry she couldn't be here. Kind of a mix-up on you, our part. On Yeah, Roseanne and you do um, a duo together, don't you? And you do original music. We do. We write music. And we're that's one of the things we're really excited about because, um, you know, Roseanne, okay, so Roseanne writes the music, right? She'll come up with the hooks and the melodies and whatever. And then I'll, I'll get what she's written and listen to it and I'll write the lyrics. So it's um, interesting um, how, and she's also writing from a guitarist perspective, right? So, you know, in all of her music, there's spaces for guitar solos, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is amazing. I love it. But, um, we um, we are finally, we're so busy that it's kind of been put on the back burner. But this year, at the beginning of the year, we decided, you know what, this year we are going to lay something down. We're going to record some stuff. So we just finished recording our first, um, our first song. Uh, it's a little reggae track. Um, and it was kind of inspired by a vacation we took uh, to Maui a few years back. And that has been, and I think I sent you that um, that file. That was that's the first one we're going in. We're going to be recording again next week. But our goal, you know, it's not a race for us. It's just to get down a body of music, um, you know, publish it, release it, you know, just for us more than anything. Um, so that has been really interesting and fun to do. It's a nice creative outlet when we spend so much of our time covering other people's music, you know, it's different and fun. Absolutely. I, I agree. That is something that I'm hoping to grow into. Um, it's a little scary and kind of intimidating sometimes to share part of your, Oh, you hide with believe. your people. You know? <laughs> You're so vulnerable, right? Right. Right. So, um, but it's something that I've always wanted to do. So I'm looking forward to hopefully expanding in that area as well. Um, some point in time, <laughs> just not sure if I'm quite ready for that yet. Hey, you know what? This is what I think. Okay. Like I'm older now. Right. So I don't have like a lot of my attitude now is, especially after my dad died, like something shifted in my brain. I'm like, this is my life. I'm taking charge mm-hmm. of it. If you don't like it, that's fine. I'm going to continue to do me, <laughs> and this is what I want to do. I, I feel like, you know, it takes us so long, maybe as females, as women, um, yeah. to, like, get comfortable enough, you know, to where we feel like we can put something out there and whether or not it's well-received, feel good about it, and I feel like I'm finally there. Um, yeah. I just don't, you know, I don't want it. At the end of the day, like, I always take it back to, like, is anyone going to die? Am I going to die if someone doesn't like my music? <laughs> nope. Right. Nope. That's true. That's you know? true. Yeah. That's you know, a good like, measurement. I've been told no before. You know, when you book bands, you know this, Melissa, right? You book bands, yeah. you get told no 90% of your day. It's mostly yeah. no, right? So you're used to it. Right. And the, yeah. if the worst thing is today that someone says, I don't like your music, um, I'm. I'll be like, thank you, bye. Have a good, have a great day, and I'll continue to do right. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have to, yeah. like, I just I feel like I don't have time to mess around with any of that anymore. Like it doesn't matter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what fills my soul. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm, that's I'm definitely thing I wish there. I could tell, like the younger version of myself 
or any of yeah. the musicians that I work with because I teach all week long. So um, all of the musicians that I teach, you know, I want them to feel good about what they have to offer right now. I don't want them to wait until their middle age before they say, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I want them to yeah. take, you know, I want them to take those chances now. So that's what I'm busy doing every day is, you know, developing these art, these young artists and hoping that they, they will, you know, unabashedly go for whatever it is they want to go for. You know, that's the one gift I want to give to people for sure. I love that. I love that. I love that. Cause I've started, I just have discovered, you've probably known about this a long time, both of you, but Tom, Tom magazine. <laughs> Oh, you bet it, Mindy. Yep, I love it. I love that magazine. I love it, and I love seeing all the young women, seeing women of all ages in it. But I just love it. You know, I just think uh, that that just thrills me. I've got a neighbor two doors over. She's in high school. She's been playing drums, and once in a while, I'll hear her and I'll say, "Oh, Madeline, the sound is so good." She goes, "Oh my God, you can hear me. You can hear me." I said, "Yeah," and I love it. My husband and I, we love because he's a he's my husband's my guitar player. You know, we love it. We love to hear young musicians. Well, any any kid in the neighborhood that asks us to come to the school concert, we'll go. You know, we want to give them all the support and love that we possibly can. Um, That's so wonderful that you do that. You know, because he he goes, we've got young musicians. We have to go support them and say, yeah, yeah, we do, and. and I and I love seeing all the young women in there and watching some younger uh, musicians on, on YouTube as well. I'm just thinking, yeah, these get these girls, you know, when I was growing up it was like, No, you go you go do the dishes, your brother's gonna pl- practice his guitar, you know, or you go do this, go do do the laundry and that. Whereas these gals I don't know what else they do, but at least they're getting out and practicing and they're looping and they're playing and I'm thinking, I can dig it. I really, really like to see the change and and then I'm just imagine how many you know women watch you guys and are just thrilled by the energy and seeing what you do of course I couldn't get my band to let me have an egg shaker solo but still oh. <laughs> then you just gotta <laughs> maybe okay. one day yeah. well when Don't I was doing jazz you know I wasn't what <laughs> I just said don't wait for him to give it to you just take it Dang it, I will. I will. I think I saw something. Who was it that said, nobody gives you power, you have to take it? I don't know if that was Ruth Bader Ginsburg or, I don't know, Nancy Pelosi. Somebody like somebody said that. But, yeah, you're right. I just read that last week. That's what I'm going to do. Just Because I, when I got into the jazz thing, I wasn't used to how people went out the solos. I just knew who I liked, and I was trying to do this. And then all of a sudden my uh, yeah. husband would go, hey, you stepped on somebody's solo. You didn't come back in time. And. When are you going to learn how to count? So when my husband went out of the country for a long business trip, I turned to one of my drummers and I said, do you, because I had read a book about, uh, do you know Anita O'Day, a jazz singer? And she learned to play drums and that's how she learned to be a jazz singer and how she learned to, 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 um, to phrase and pace and scat and stuff. So I took for a month before my husband even knew about, I was because he was out of the country, came back, we had a gig and at the end he goes, so why'd you go flat on that song, so-and-so? And I said, I don't know. Well, think about it. I don't know. But let me ask you this. How was my timing? He goes, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> right on. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my brother was throwing away his drums. I took them, so, yeah. And the shaker egg. Uh, you know, so you I was going to tell you that. What was that, girl? Um, oh, um, so I was tell you, All right, Chrissy, that, you did send me the the song that you and uh, um, Roseanne did, but I couldn't get that to yeah. upload. But I did get, I did get to upload because um, I think the other one came across was an MP4, and I didn't get a chance to convert it. But I do have oh. running with the devil. So, oh yes, our Fem Hale and Pratt. Yeah, Fem Halen. So I figure when we when we close out, I'll take that. By the way, I've got some people sending messages to me. Um, I've got about just a couple more minutes with Chrissy. If you want to talk live or call in at six four six seven one six nine nine two two. Also, you can message to me, uh, Vinny in um, Asheville, North Carolina. She says she's loving the show. Why don't you come to North Carolina? Or she also 
says she also travels on business to the West Coast, so she'll look for you. Thank you, Vinny. Wonderful. Yay. Thank you. Thank you, Vinny. And um, let's see, who else do I have here? Aid. Aid is a a musician in Australia. He just moved there from England. He said he's listening um, and he's loving it. He said, you know, this is great. And because he's got you know, daughters that he wants to feel they can go out and do anything. They should do what they want to do and follow their passion. Thank you, Aid. And that uh, is what it's all about. We want to mold yeah. this next generation. You know, Ex- that's one of the things we we saw in in our lesson program. Both Roseanne and I, we would teach a lot of young female students, but at the point where they turn into professional musicians, the females fall out in great numbers. And we don't know why, you know, I haven't done any research on it. We don't understand if it's they're too intimidated, they get busy raising families, or, you know, it's a boys club in the music world. It could be any number of things, right? So we decided to develop these young artists and create student, all-female student bands as well so we could help that number. So like your caller that's listening you know, so we create opportunities for these young mu- female musicians. It's really important to us. Yes, and also uh, Pat, uh, Patty in, uh, in Missouri says, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And she says, make sure I know when they, when Chrissy's back <laughs> with the band. Patty, I will, <laughs> I promise. Okay, I'll tell you what, any listeners, anyone listening, they can go to our website. It's cougarsrock.com, C-O-U-G-R-Z-Z-R-O-C-K, Cougars Rock, and every one of our projects is listed on there, from our tribute shows to our cover band, our full calendar, and they can also contact me. And if anyone has any ideas on booking in any state in the U.S., I'll take it and run with it. If they have contact information for a venue that wants to host us, um, we I'll jump on it. So I'd love some feedback from your listeners that are in different states across the U.S. All right. We like that. We like that a lot. Um, in fact, uh, Susan uh, says she's in Florida right now. She's an Atlanta gal, but she says, I'm in Florida right now listening. And, yeah, well, I'll have – she said, I'll have a list for her. So thanks, Susan. Oh, I love her. <laughs> Susan, thank you. You are a peach. Thank you, doll. Appreciate that. She's she she is. Yay. So Chrissy, you you've been so uh generous with your time tonight and I hope it's been as much fun for you as it's been for us because we have thoroughly enjoyed it, Melissa, right? Absolutely. And, uh, thank we you ladies are going for having to, me. If you, I'm, I'm sh- also I will be sharing uh, social media uh, websites and and so forth for uh, Cougars, Fem Halen, um, everything that Chrissy Raz is in. I'll be sharing on one of my social media so that way you'll know what's going on because most of our listeners, we get the stats, and most of my listeners, the top five are the U.S., the U.K., uh, Canada, and then the next two usually varies between Netherlands and, are you ready for this? Kazakhstan. Wow. I'm not sure sure why Kazakhstan, except that um, when my husband travels the world for working in satellite communication, so he knows uh, people in that business know everybody around the world. And so, and most satellites are launched from Kazakhstan. So I guess that's why (laughs) I have a lot of listeners in Kazakhstan. So, uh, all right. Yeah, so I look forward to you coming back. I am just so thrilled that you had that you made the time to be here on Madame Perry Salon. And again, I'll make sure people know how to find you. And uh, Chrissy, thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you in cyberspace real soon. Yes,
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.